0: Crosswinds family and friends, welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week we're dedicated to bringing the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and practical instruction in a fun and accessible way. I'm Craig Cooper, the host of this podcast and lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. Let me give a special shout out to Elijah Merrill, our producer, and Sheldon Boyce, our assistant producer, who's actually producing this episode. And it's an exciting episode. This is episode 100 of our podcast. And so uh, for those of you who are listening, thank you so much. Uh, It's hard to believe that we've already done uh, 99 episodes, and this will be our 100th. And I'm super excited because on our 100th episode, uh, we have Aaron and Vanessa from our kids ministry here at Crosswinds uh, with us. And so, uh, Aaron, thanks for being a part of the podcast.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here for the 100th.
0: And Vanessa?
1: Thanks for having us.
0: And so what are we doing? Well, as this podcast is released, uh, we're going to be looking at... uh yeah, school year kicking off again. And so I had invited uh, Aaron and Vanessa to come on in and share with us uh, really what's happening in Kids Men and uh, what you can be looking forward to at the school year. And as you show up on the campus, we, of course, will have a a whole new year of ministry, people moving up into grades and all those type of things. And so um, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, what they have to share with us as well. And so, which one wants to start us out as we kick into the school year? What can we look forward to?
1: Well, I can go ahead and start All us right, off. Good, good, good. good. <laughs> Um, so we're wrapping up our summer serve uh, that we've been having, uh, um, giving our ministry partners a break a little bit and uh, giving some other people in the church an opportunity to come in and, and serve and experience kids ministry over the summer. But on September 10th, uh, we will be kicking off a new year in kids ministry. So that is our move up day for kids when um They have begun a new school year, and so they will be officially moving up to that next age level in kids' ministry. So it's a fun and exciting time for them to meet new, excuse me, their new uh, small group leaders and get plugged into their new group.
0: Okay. Hey, for those of you out there, by the way, who uh, helped us out with SummerServe, uh, thank you so much for, for taking uh, that little bit of time and making a big impact. Yes. Uh, it, it will definitely—it's um, building the kingdom in the lives of these children. It's helping the families. It's, uh, it was hopefully, as you did it, well worth your time. Um, and uh, be ready to do it next year as, as it comes around again. Um, so, so tell me, uh, so maybe there's some parents who joined us this summer. Um, obviously, summer serves a little different than the regular school year. Uh, they show up after the September 10th date. Mm-hmm. Um, what can they expect? Is, there, is it sort of the same sign-in type stuff? Is it what, what's what's going on that they can, as they walk into our facility, expect when they arrive?
2: Yes, yeah, sign-in should be really similar to summer, um, and you know this year as well. Um, Uh, But something we're really excited about is expanding some of our rooms. So we um, have noticed a trend in our kids, and we know that kindergartners need their own room next year or this upcoming year. And so um, we're doing that. So kindergartners are going to have their own room. First and second graders will be together, third through fifth boys, third through fifth girls. And then we're also splitting up our preschoolers because it's also become a really big age group for us as well. So we're really excited to be able to offer these spaces and offer environments in which kids can make their friends and be able to learn and dig deeper into the word and the Bible stories that we're going through.
0: That's great. That's great. And you know, I just want to encourage parents out there too. You know, um, if, if you miss a weekend, you can you can pick up that weekend if you if you choose to. You can watch the 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 live stream um, from home on Sunday morning. You can uh, certainly uh, pick up the whole service in its entirety from Monday afternoon through the following Sunday. But your children are missing out. Your children are missing out on coming and being a part of a ministry where other children are learning the same things about Jesus, and and they're heading into right in this. Same direction together. And so I just want to encourage you as much as possible as we head into the school year, try to make as big a commitment as you can, um, not only for yourself to be in service, but allow them to be in service. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, the, the service for them uh, that you're watching uh, isn't geared toward them. Children's ministry is geared toward them. And so talk to me a little bit about th- how you gear the ministry, the kids' men, towards the different age groups.
2: We actually start um, with our lamb's room, which is our two and three-year-old's room. Um, and it's nothing crazy, but we do have a coloring page and a Bible story that they are hearing in the week. So we start them early to get to know the word and get to know some of these big, important Bible stories that we grow up hearing. Um, we want them to be introduced to the word as soon as possible. And so that starts um, as soon as they're out of that uh, chickadees, that babies room, they get into the word um, in you know, a practical way that fits them and their age group. And that can Continues all the way up. And so they're kind of building, um, each age level builds off of each other. Um, And each year they're learning new things, whether it's learning how to open a Bible and figure out where the scripture is in the word, or um, it's memorizing Bible verses, whether it's, you know, digging into praying more, uh, each, you know, lesson and series and each grade level kind of digs deeper into that.
0: How does small groups work within, like, when does that start? What age does the small group ministry start for them?
1: Well, um, we actually consider our preschool uh, groups to be small groups in, in themselves. And uh, we have the same um, two or three uh, small group leaders each week uh, from preschool up through fifth grade. And so the kids are able to have that consistency of seeing the same, you know, one or two faces from week to week. It gives them an opportunity to really um, build that relationship with the kids. And um, as you mentioned before, too, just the importance of kind that regular attendance for kids ministry too, Uh, we know just the importance of consistency in a child's life too. And that definitely goes for um, being a part of church and being a part of their group too, you know, that they're able to, like I said, just build those relationships with their peers, build their relationships with their small group leaders, and of course have that consistency hearing the word.
0: Talk to me about the the preparation for the leaders within the kids men. Uh, what what does that look like for those who are who are serving throughout the school year?
2: Yeah, there's so there's different kinds of training, right? Um, so we have you know that first onboarding, so that's just kind of shadowing and seeing um, what a typical Sunday looks like. We also do larger training, so we um, do a big one right before school starts. So um, we'll actually be preparing right now <laughs> for that to be happening um, during um, a. Saturday morning where we'll kind of di- dig in more into what a, the year looks like so they'll have an overview over the whole year ahead of them what the big idea is what the scriptures will be um, what the Bible stories will be so they'll have a really big general knowledge right off the bat and then each week um, they'll be getting you know their lessons but they get all of that a month ahead of time so they'll be able to dig into it as far in advance as they'd like to um, and so they have as much material as um, we can provide them as soon as they can get it. Um, we also give uh, emails that has tip, tips and tricks that they can dig into. Um, it's called t-
0: Tips and Tricks? Yeah. And
2: tricks. That's yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. So whether it's like dealing with kids or, again, like explaining how to find a Bible verse or explaining what prayer is, it's just little things um, that can help them potentially in their small group setting. And then we also have um, ministry partner trainings throughout the year as well. And that's just kind of to touch base with everyone. If we have any big updates, we can give them then. Um, or, you know, just digging, again, into problems that they're seeing and how we can help them address that
0: that's great how do you partner with um, parents throughout the year like uh, you know as far as what the kids are learning and and how are they involved in that and how does that work
1: uh, we do provide monthly emails to the parents that do give an overview of what we're teaching uh, each month, um, as well as the big ideas, scripture uh, that we'll be covering, things like that. Um, also, we just we make parents aware of upcoming events that they have and opportunities, um, special events that we hold throughout the year, like trunk or tree or um, our Easter egg hunt, and other opportunities uh, for our parents to just engage and what their their children are learning. Um, We're hoping to um, start utilizing some parent workshops uh, throughout the year to just really um, help give parents some tools that they may find useful.
0: Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, you didn't mention Beach Bash. One of the one of yes, the, one of the Beach big Bash ones. Too. One of the That's big another ones. big one. Yeah. That's, that's right after Christmas, so <laughs> right. so you want to definitely definitely be thinking of those things. And, and so talk to me a little bit about too. So if, if I'm a if I'm a kid and I come in, I'm learning Bible verses, these type of things. Um, one of one of the one of the great ideas that's been around for a while now. There is is as they do that, they earn points, right? So talk to a little bit about what those points are about and where that leads them.
1: Yes. Uh, so a few years back, we did um, establish an incentive program for our kids to just really encourage them to get in the Word, to memorize Scripture, um, to make um, getting into their Bible a regular daily habit, too. And uh, we know that kids uh, thrive on um, rewards, incentives. And so we do provide um, points for them when they accomplish um, some of those goals and keep track of their points. and. Uh, We have um, a prize display that uh, kids are always uh, excited to redeem their points for, and um, some are very diligent in saving their points and save up for the bigger prizes. Some, once they fill up a card, they're ready to cash them (laughs) in, so... Yes, different disciplines. <laughs> some
0: time ago, I stand next to a grandfather who had take who had brought their grandkids for the first time, and uh, one one came out and uh, the little guy said, uh, "We get to," he said, "There's something in there I want to get. When do we get to come back?" You know, he was just so excited because of uh, just that that incentive, and, and I think you know some people are saying, "Well, you're you're bribing them," and I go, "Sure, we are," uh, <laughs> you know, uh, why not? Uh, it, it's a great thing, you know. We, we invest in what's important, and, and for them to see that investment. It emphasizes it's important Mm -hmm. uh, to be a part of these things. And so I think it's a great idea and uh, get a little jealous of it. There's some cool prizes in that thing. So it'd be cool to be a part of that. What type of um, message would you give to parents as they're starting off the the school year? Um, That could be a hectic time. Uh, You know, what part can, can you guys play in helping them as they navigate? You know, some of them, they're sending a kid off to school for the first time. Um, some of them in waiting to send their kid back to school all summer, <laughs> uh, wherever they are on, on that, on that whole spectrum. I get it. I get it. Um, but what would, what would you say to those parents as you're ready to kick off the, the school year here?
2: I think one of our biggest things is we want Kids Ministry to be a safe space for kids and a space where they feel relaxed and excited to come every week. And so we hope that Kids Ministry provides a respite not only for parents to be able to go into service and get that refuel that they need, but also for kids um, so that they can be refueled too for the week ahead. Um, We know that the fuel that God gives us is better than anything else that we can get. Um, And so that's not just for parents, that's for kids too. And so it's just as important for them to be in these environments where they're digging into the word and seeing how God can partner with them every single day. And all these other friends that are there with them and small group leaders, um, it's just so important that they have that and they know that it's there from such a young age so that they can build upon that every
1: single year and day. Yeah, I'm yeah. um, just to add to that too. I think at the fall, during the fall time too, um, when kids are getting back into the school year, families are either establishing a routine or reestablishing a routine, getting back into a schedule with school and sports, extracurricular activities, and I think it's a perfect time uh, to, if you know, they if the summer's been a little more relaxed and whatnot but to make the church a regular part of their routine again, too, and um, just build that into their schedule. So, you know, of course, we hope, um, you know, that people come throughout the year and make that a regular part. But I see that, especially in the fall time, you know, as families, like I said, are just getting back into a routine again. And, you know, we hope that 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 church is a part of that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, two things I would say just as lead pastor of the church, first of all, I'm so thankful that we have age-appropriate learning environments. Mm-hmm. Um, for the kids uh, you know some some have asked you know well, why do the kids go into kids ministry uh, very few but some have asked you know why, why don't we just keep them in the big service and and the reason is is because you know in uh, in the adult service this may shock some of you but we're actually focused on adults. And so when we think of just the environmental um, situation, you know, the environment which is best for them, as well as the developmental process they're in, I love the fact that even with the, with the kids, when they come in, they're not all put in a room. They're actually divided up and learning. You, you shared, you know, with the two- and three-year-olds, you know, they're, they're learning at their age Development, right? They're they're not they're not asked to to try to ascertain uh, what a what a five year old or a, or a you know a third grader is trying to do. And so, talk to me a little bit about that. You know, as far as the importance, as we see as Crosswinds, number one is focusing on our kids, but also focusing in a way that they can actually wrap their mind around these these precepts of Scripture.
2: Yeah, I think um, – you know what's funny when we talk about adults is that there's like an assumption of a baseline understanding of things, right? Um, you know, how to open a Bible or to find the table of contents. Like we all assume that that probably – an adult can achieve that. But for kids, we know – that some of them don't know how to do that because of their age. And so really it's helping them build some of those skills um, that they need to learn in order to go deeper so they can't even begin, you know, to understand how to find scripture if they don't know how to find scripture. Um, So you know I uh, had the privilege of working in the K through two room for a couple of years, and we focused a lot on that in that room, just teaching them where is the table of contents, what's an Old Testament, what's the New Testament, and how can you find your scripture? Because that's just not something they know how to do. And so we can't even go deeper than that until we achieve that level. And that's true of all the different age groups. Um, There's just always going to be something that we're working on in that particular age group and hoping that there's achieving that year um, so that they can build upon it every year so that they can go deeper. And then by the time they are in adult services, they have some of that base understanding to help them go deeper into the sermons.
0: Yeah, and, and, and um, one of my favorite classes in undergrad was developmental psychology. And, and just for that reason of realizing where people are on the different mm-hmm. stages, so when you're communicating, you're communicating in a way that they can really wrap their mind mm-hmm. around it. And, and the, other, the other part I loved about that, and I don't think the status changed, even though it was many years ago that I was an undergrad, is the idea of when you introduce things to children, when they're introduced to certain things at a younger age, it becomes a part of them. It's easier for them to pick up. I think of um, countries where where they learn two, three languages, you know, as children, and they pick it up quicker than, for instance, if I were to jump in and say I want to try to learn two other languages this mm-hmm. year, <laughs> even though I'm still trying to understand English, uh, you know, it'd be harder for me. But for them, they pick up those things, and it becomes foundational. Yes. It sticks with them, and I think you know the earlier we can get them in a, in the habit of seeing the importance of God in their life, obviously the work of the Spirit in their life, and, and, and the Word of God, prayer, these disciplines that you teach um, every week, um, the more they stick. Uh, there's no guarantee, right? I mean, the observation is train a child up in the way they'll go and they won't depart from it. I always said when someone asked me when I was a student pastor, oh, it looks like the student ministry is successful. I said, wait until they're 10 years out. And I said 10 years because, you know, they're going to stretch their wings. They're going to maybe do some things. They may not be as excited in certain ways that I'd want them to be about God and church. But most of them, and I found this to be true now that I've been out of student ministry uh, long enough to, to look back, a lot of them found their way back to church. A lot of them found their way back. Um, to to uh, walking with the Lord again. Uh, and some of them, it took a while. Like, I'm old enough now where some in the student ministry, I mean, they have kids, right, and uh, older kids. And, and when they had their first kid, all of a sudden, they were like, man, I want them to have what I had. Mm-hmm. And they came back to church. And, and the earlier we can get people established, the earlier we can get children established in the importance of that relationship with God and the spiritual disciplines, number one, the more that they'll, first of all, know. But also, the more they'll be more likely in times of stress to have something to come back on, which is natural to them, which isn't going to happen if they don't have it, right? I like to say God uses the Word of God we know, not the Word of God we don't know in our life. But that's true of all the spiritual disciplines. Uh, the time to to create them is not when things get rough. The time to create them is is when things aren't rough. Yeah. And when rough waters come, then you know what, to, you know what to to engage in your life. And so, talk to me a little bit about that, because I can I, I I've talked to both of you. Your heart is get the kids here. You know, yeah. let us partner with you, so that they have that foundation as they grow up and face the challenges that that's all over our society.
1: Yes, well, I think that um, you know some of our basic skills and principles that we are teaching um, our kids in kids ministry are um, so that they can utilize those when you said they are in those those tough times. Like we're te- we're uh, teaching them to um, to pray and to um, be in God's word daily and um, to seek a uh, relationship with other believers and um, to be able to understand what their story is to be able to share with others their story in Christ. And I think that you know in being able to build on those skills uh, gives them um, something that they can lean on um, and and kind of turn to you know when they are and faced in those with those difficult situations. Mm-hmm. That's good.
0: And we see children's lives transformed. I mean, we're seeing children come to Christ. We see children baptized. Uh, We see children actually encouraging their parents, hey, we we need to be in church this weekend. (laughs) And uh, I remember years ago, a man by the name of Josh McDowell was a part of the student ministry movement. He said, you know, don't ask any less of the students than God asks of them uh, when they come to Christ. And it was when they enter into a relationship with Christ that they, they are able to rise up to what the Word of God um, has for them. And it's been amazing to me as I've watched what an amazing job you guys do in kids men of these kids who rise to that occasion too. I've been up there when they come out with much excitement and start just throwing out their verse for the month. And they know it, and they're excited about it, you know? And not only do they know the words of it, they know what that verse means. Yeah. Like, they they, could, they can explain to you in their age group, right, their developmental place, um, what that what that means to them in their life with God and their life with others. And so that, that just, like, to me is, is by far one of the most amazing things. And I'm so thankful to be a part of a church. I was grafted into this church now over nine years ago, and a church that, that from the... For many, many, many years ago, I mean, this church is like over 100 some years old. But many years ago, this church said, "You know what? We're going to be about the about this generation. We're going to be about our, our kids and our students," and um, and you see that in, in the decisions they made, not just with the the building itself, but with the priority on, on the ministry to kids and students. And so, um, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the work you and your team does, all the ministry partners who come alongside you, the parents. Who do make a commitment to say, you know, we, we want to make sure that, that we utilize this partnership that, that's available to us through the Kids Men of Crosswinds and um, any investment you make in other churches? I, I know you do that as well. You're very generous with your time and, and what God's teaching you about ministering to this generation. And so, as we sort of wrap up um, for each of you, and Vanessa, I'll pick on you first. What would you say? What would be your closing thought? We're heading into the school year. You're thinking, kids, men, looking at these kids and parents, what would you say?
2: Yeah, that's great. Um, I think I would just circle back to what we talked about in the sense of getting that routine. Like I think Aaron said, like, let's make church a priority this year, right? Um, not just for you, but for your kids and um, for that lasting investment. And even as babies, it's just as important, you know, babies all the way up through fifth grade, that Sunday experience is is huge in their development. And we want to partner with you in that. And so if you can make that a part of a routine,
1: we promise you won't regret it. How about you, Erin? Yes. You know, I just, I'm so excited to see how our kids' ministry has grown over this past year or so. Um, And as we touched on a little bit before, we talked about expanding some of our classrooms. And so um, I just, I guess I want to extend an invitation um, for people who maybe are looking for a place to serve and haven't found that place yet. That, you know, we are always uh, looking for new ministry partners in kids' ministry. And with our our growing ministry, um, our need for ministry partners is growing too. Um, so, you know, we would love to have a conversation with anybody who may be interested, who, you know, has a love for kids and a love for God, you know, that's the basis to to get started. And, um, you know, come talk to Vanessa or Maddie or myself, and we'd love to... See if we could find a place to plug you in.
0: And I love the fact you've already shared it. It's not like they they're left on their own.
1: No, like you're investing
0: in them. You're giving them what was it the the, the tips and tricks. Yeah. you know, they're, yeah. they're getting <laughs> idea, you know, so, th- so they're growing in that too. So it's being literally a part of a team, uh, a family who's invested in these kids, and that that's what really excites me. I, I've got to throw a couple of things out before we go. Uh, first of all, um, it's fun. I mean, you know, when I when I when the, when the children come out. They are excited about what they learned. or excited about what they did. Um, they're kids who aren't so excited about going to school. Who come out of the kids' men excited, and so by the way, that probably would have been me at that age. <laughs> and and I love that. And you know, I have a granddaughter who goes to two uh, every weekend. You know, goes to twice. You know, because of of her parents being involved here at church, and so. She's excited both times. Like, you know, when she goes back up, she's not like, oh, I got to do this. She's ready. Like, she's like, you know, I'm ready to go in here and learn more. And even if she's learning the same thing, she's, she's, she's excited to come out for two pictures or whatever they did in there. And so it's just really cool to see that, that it's, it's not just about, uh, again, it's that it's meeting people where they are in their age group, right? It's, it's the, these, little, these little people and realizing that they're not little adults, their children, and meeting them where they're at and helping them have fun learning and growing in a relationship with God. And then the second thing, I love the fact you you partner with parents, because anyone who knows my story knows that my parents weren't even Christians until I was 15, but I was dropped off at Sunday school. And so I don't know what my parents, why they did that. I mean, I asked them many years later, and they, they, they said they thought it was the right thing to do. And they didn't go to church. Like, they did literally drop us off, and who knows what they did, right? And then come pick us up after the hour. Um, but God used that, and used that in two ways. And one, He used that because the people there were partnering with my parents. They were doing more than now. It's raising a moral home, but they were actually teaching me the things of Christ that I couldn't be taught at home. And, and so sometimes I, I, I've talked to parents here, and they're like, "We're just so we're unprepared to, to raise our kid in, in a Christian home because we're new believers." You know, like we just came to Christ, we weren't raised in a church. We, what a great opportunity to partner with the kidsmen, have the kidsmen partner with them, and help them. And and what I found is, you know, some of my friends who are new believers who are bringing their kids um, through the stuff you send home, they're growing like they're growing too right and so so it's 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 just an amazing thing and i I've, I've had more than one parent say to me this whole memorizing scripture thing is challenging when you see your kids doing it and you're not and, and so they're like well you know what i'm going i'm going to take the verse of the month and memorize it as well with them and, and so it's just amazing to me how how the kidsmen? Yeah, it's directed toward kids. It's directed toward parents, but it really impacts our entire church, yeah, in, in, in such a powerful way. And I, I again just want to say thank you so much to both of you for Maddie, for the leadership over there, for your heart for the for not just the kids but their parents, their their caregivers. Sometimes it's grandparents taking them. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's others, and sometimes it's neighbors who are inviting them to come along with their kids. And by the way, all of you who are doing that, keep doing it. I mean, that's an amazing thing. And uh, you know, like I said, ten year I came to Christ when I was five. Ten years after that, my parents came to Christ, and they would say, uh, it was through the influence of my brother and I that they eventually made that decision and started coming to church. Um, and 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 I'd say to all the ministry partners, thank you for your investment. And I I will echo Aaron if you're out there and you're like me and being stirred about I want to be a part of a ministry, it's making such an impact on this generation. Um join up you know come on over and uh, let them know that you can go and talk to them at a, a children's ministry you can also just come on over to our to the welcome center there and, and just uh, in our in our lobby at a coffee house and just say hey I'm interested in that and they'll take your name and they'll, they'll get back with you Uh, But I can't think of a better episode to have for our 100th anniversary of this podcast. And so thank you both again for being here, for being a part of it, Vanessa, Aaron. Um, what What a great thing. And I can't wait to see what God does this next fall in the lives of these kids. And so, as always, you know, you know, join me next week. We're going to continue to sort of highlight some ministries, let you know how you can be involved. And, and by the way, if you're sitting there saying, I don't, I don't have kids, I don't have grandkids, here, you can pray. And so anyone who's not directly involved in kids' men, you can pray and be directly involved in kids' men. So mm-hmm. hopefully you, you wrote down some prayer, prayer uh, direction, if you will, um, for the fall as well, because uh, we are relied upon the Lord uh, to do this ministry. Uh, but also uh, remember to check on crosswinds.church. You can find out more about the kids' men there, too at crosswinds.church. More about this podcast. You can communicate with us there. But on this 100th episode, thanks so much for listening. Um, Look forward to having you listen next week. Share it with a friend. But for now, be blessed and bless others.